turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. In addition to taking care of one another inside the church, what if we developed a lifestyle of taking care of the most needy outside the walls of the church? How would that change the community and our city? Bob Moffat, president and founder of Harvest Foundation in Phoenix, along with Pastor Julian Gibb, talk with pastors and leaders about how sacrificial love by those in the church to those in need outside the church has helped people see and embrace Jesus Christ. It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on The Kingdom and Its Stories. Welcome, everybody, to The Kingdom and Its Stories. And uh, I'm, I'm really honored to be here with those of you who are listening and who are watching. And, um, and today I have the great privilege of introducing a friend of mine who became a friend, oh, I guess, Christian, what, six months ago? Six months ago. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and Christian Melendez is in Honduras and, um, and he is the, the, uh, director for Honduras of Serve Hope International. And, um, and, and since I've met Christian, I've just, you know, been really touched by his commitment to Jesus and his desire to really be Jesus' hands and feet. And in the Kingdom and its stories, what we try to do is interview people who are examples, uh, not, not to be just like, not to copy, but to inspire others to ask the question, how can they better be Jesus' hands and feet in their lives? And so, Christian, it's really great um, to have you on with us today. Thank you, brother, so much for joining us. And and why don't you give us the elevator speech that tells what Hope International, um, Serve Hope International is and what it does. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for having me here. And I'm really honored to be uh, in your program and be your friend, uh, be your brother in Christ. And what we do in Serve Hope is uh, we make disciples in four uh, different areas. Uh, God has given us a holistic way to approach uh, sharing the gospel uh, in a relevant way uh, according to the needs of our country. And so we basically do education. Uh, we do entrepreneurship. Uh, we do the spiritual development. And also we do social development. And so okay. we do that through... Uh, eight different initiatives, including uh, um, a brand new local church that we uh, planned uh, three years ago. Okay, tell, uh, give us a, a one-sentence version of each of those things. All right. What is, what is, what's an example of what, what, yes. what they mean? Well, with education, we have two main programs. Uh, we have uh, a school that we provide quality education to kids uh, with a Christ-based um, curriculum. Elementary, so, uh, yes, 
Yes, we, we, right now we are serving seventh, eighth, and ninth grade because, um, let's say 70, I mean, 70% of Hondurans don't, uh, go further in the seventh grade. Okay. So, so that's the need that we're serving right now because, okay. uh, it's, it's, it's huge. So, yeah. All right. Yes. So, um, with development, we do two big projects. Um, we do water filter, um, I would say 95% of Hondurans don't have access to clean water. And so God is using that ministry that we call Agua Pura, uh, pure water, yeah. uh, to take the gospel. And then it's an incredible opportunity because families, they agree uh, in order to receive the water filter that we can visit them three uh, times in a period of three months uh, in, in you know, develop a relationship with them, sharing the gospel and um, we also have a great opportunity to provide homes. Um, and this week, by the way, we are building two homes for families in need. And oh, so, wait, 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 wait a minute. Yes. You're building two homes in two weeks? Come on. It, it took <laughs> a year for my house to be built. What? Yeah. yeah. We, it's a, this is an incredible opportunity. Um, in, in, you know, five years, we have developed a system. And uh, we create these houses in five hours. We, we it's, uh, ma- are made of treated wood that can last for more than 20 years. Okay. And we, we create a system uh, with volunteers in Honduras and some builders that, you know, in five hours we can put together a house. It's an amazing thing. Now that's because- including, including the foundation and the infrastructure? Well, the foundation is uh, made uh, one week uh, previous to that, and then okay. in five hours, we built the rest. And it's a huge change for people. Okay. All right. Well, okay. So yes. the other, the other emphasis? Okay. Yeah. The other, uh, in, uh, in education, I forgot to mention that we have a soccer academy. Uh, we started the soccer academy three years ago with six kids, including three uh, of mine. And now we have more than 200 kids and we provide, you know, discipleship and also mm-hmm. career uh, development in soccer. And God is blessing that program. We have a um, former professional soccer player from our national team that runs the academy. Uh, in education, we also have uh, Emprende, which is our entrepreneurship program where we have trained in the last four years more than a thousand uh, entrepreneurs. And we do that in Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador, Costa Rica, and Venezuela right now. Wow. So God is extending his kingdom. Um, and, well, we also have a coffee shop that we uh, serve the community with. And, and I uh, tasted the coffee. You sent me some. It's really yes. good. Uh, oh, great. <laughs> and I have some coffee today. Okay. Uh, yes. And so, yeah, so different things that we do uh, in those four areas. And everything we do is about making disciples. We want people to be like Jesus. But, you know, wait a minute. You, you used a phrase, interesting phrase. Making disciples, and then you said it's like that equals being like Jesus? Yes. What do you mean by that? Well, it's something that is new for my life, to be honest. Uh, for some reason before, I I believed that, you know, wanted to be like Jesus was kind of pretentious. You know, like, why? I mean, you cannot be like Jesus. Yeah. But, uh, well, God 
is using some friends in my life, uh, especially you, brother, to teach me that that's the whole purpose, you know, of the gospel, that we can become uh, like Jesus, more and more like him. Amen. And so that's, that's my goal now. I just want to see people, you know, being like Jesus. Everything that we're doing is to prepare people to be uh, or, or, or to long to be like Jesus. And just for those who are listening, that's why we call this program and uh, and use the tagline of the program of helping people to use their hands and feet as yes. Jesus would. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's one of the principal ways that we can be like Jesus is to, to be like and to do what, what he would do. Yes. Christian. Yes. Uh, exciting ministry. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're never bored. No, no, no. <laughs> I guess not. So, but, but, who is Christian Melendez, and how did he come to this point in his life of, of, um, of directing this ministry in Honduras? Mm, well, <laughs> brokenness. Uh, you know, uh, the Lord really allowed me to see uh, a point in my life where the only way that I could go on with my life was to, you know, have him as my savior and my Lord. And um, it, it was a process of more than 10 years for me to be uh, living uh, uh, a life that was not uh, completely committed to Jesus. You know, I, I attend church. I have, you know, like maybe Christian habits, Maybe that yeah. I should say, but I was not a new preacher. I was not like Jesus. I was, that mm-hmm. was not my desire. And so, uh, through brokenness in my own life and through, uh, times of a struggle, the Lord really changed who I am now. And, you know, he gave me a new hope and it's, uh, such a huge hope for the future, uh, for what he's going to do. Uh, in the future for us and what he's doing now that I basically, I need to, I need to, uh, you know, I said to my staff all the time, I have this urgency to tell everybody that they can have the same hope that I have now. Mm. How did that happen? Uh, <laughs> I mean, his, his love is amazing, you know, and his example uh, is just outstanding. And for some reason, for many years, I didn't see Jesus as my model. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I went there, I, at church, I sang songs using his name, and I read the Bible, but he was not my role model. And now he is my role model, and, and I really want to be like him. But, Christian, what was it that, that caught your attention to recognize the need for a change? You know, what, 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 how well, did God... How did God draw you to himself? You, you, uh, we heard you say generally, that's mm-hmm. what happened. Yes. But my question is how? What, you know? Well, uh, I said brokenness in the beginning because I lost my family, you know, my first family through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I decided in those years of my life to do whatever I wanted and I pay a high price and, um, I have three kids of that marriage, and 
I went to this men's retreat, and when I was there, I recognized that I was lost. That I, that I, you know, like I, I did everything to really be in the wrong side of life, and when I was there, God really spoke to my heart, and I said basically, "It's enough." Now I'm surrounding myself, uh, and I ask him for forgiveness. I said, I don't want to live my life anymore like I want it. And I did another prayer. I said to him, please give me back the hearts of my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 I know I said that it's, it's not possible, you know, because sometimes things that we do, uh, are, you know, consequences come, and, and I cannot change the fact that I'm divorced of a great woman. She's a great Christian woman, but I was so, you know, blind and lost that I, I didn't understand my life. But I asked God, please give me back the hearts of my three kids. Wow. wow. And, and God did that. And God did that in a tremendous way that if I have time, I can tell you how he, you know, how he has proved me to gave me back, you know, the hearts of my three kids. I think that's for another interview. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, Christian, so tell us some stories. I mean, you've got a lot of programs going. Yes. Give us some examples of, of how the programs that you're doing um, indicate that um, people's lives are changed because – Christians have been the hands and feet of Jesus. And for those who are watching and listening, I just want to remind you that you're watching um, and listening to our podcast, Stories of the Kingdom, the Kingdom and its Stories. And, um, and, and the main point of this podcast is to be able to help people to be inspired from mm-hmm. the examples of others, not to copy mm-hmm. others, but be inspired mm-hmm. and ask God, how can you, how can you use me to be your hands mm-hmm. and feet? Mm-hmm. So tell us some stories. Yes. Well, uh, maybe I can share two stories. Uh, one, just recently, I think it was uh, two weeks ago, we built a home for this young lady. Um, her name is Maria, like many people in our country. And Maria, um, she has a sister that decided to abandon her three kids. Uh, and she went, you know, to a different town and left three kids. So uh, she was like, what I do, you know, with uh, these three kids? And so she, she decided I will take care of them. And she started praying because uh, she doesn't have a house. She doesn't have uh you know, a, a good job. She basically, you know, get maybe $20 to $30 in a week. And so um, a pastor that it's we like work with. It's like a dollar a day. Less than yeah, a it's, dollar a day. It's, it's very hard. It's very hard. And, and so I talked to, I mean, uh, we have a pastor in our network of pastors in that community. And she, he invited this lady uh, to his uh, church to start a Bible study. <clears throat> and in the Bible study, he asked, um, if you can ask something to the Lord, what will that be? You know, like, what, what is your prayer request? Right. And everybody started, you know, sharing their heart. And this lady said, I will ask for a home for 
uh, these little, little three kids that I'm taking care of. Uh-huh. And it's amazing. Four months later, you know, the Lord respond to that prayer. And we were given the house, you know, three weeks ago. And she was there with the three little kids. And they were filled with hope, understanding that everything that is happening there is because God is bringing, bringing uh, you know, hope back to their hearts. So, uh, you know, when we were given the house and, and her face was like, Jesus answered prayers. <laughs> when you were given the house or when you gave the house to her? Well, yeah, when, when, when we were, you know, yes, when we gave the house, you know, the moment that she got the keys of the door, you know, she was like, honestly, you know, everybody here, thank you. And I want to say Jesus answered prayers. And so Jesus used your volunteers yes to be his yes. hands and feet yes to provide this single lady yes with a home yes 30 volunteers 30 volunteers were you know were that day and that and was the house that you built in what, five hours five or? hours yes five hours yes and, and that's our goal you know we try every month to build a home for a family in, okay. in that condition yes and maybe in a personal story I'm, I'm learning more and more the power of discipling one person at a time or two persons at a time. And um, I'm working with this guy, uh, and his name is Marvin. And Marvin is struggling with alcohol for more than 30 years. Hmm. And, and he was, you know, very honest with me. He said, I don't know how to be a good father. I, I didn't have a father. I don't know how to be a good father. Mm-hmm. And, and I start, you know, sharing personal stories about how I struggled too, and also how the Lord has changed me. And I said, you know, like, hey, instead of going to the bar or going with your friends, when you finish your work, go to your house and play with your kids. That's what I do. And so one day, basically, you know, we were playing soccer with my kids, and I took a picture of my boys, and I sent the picture to him. And he was like, well, that's amazing. Uh, I hope that one day I can do that. And maybe a week later, he's sending me this video of really? him for wow. the first time playing, <laughs> you know, soccer with, you know, his children. And he has seven children. And, and so yeah, they, they can have the, their own, you know, soccer game. And yeah. so it's it's amazing, you know, because what what Jesus wants from us is that we can show people that it's a different way. That he is the way, the life, right? And so those are two uh, things that recently uh, happened yeah, in our Yeah, the, the, the interesting thing to me is that the different modality between the first and the last. Mm-hmm. In the first example, you were um, coordinating a group of volunteers who built a house mm-hmm. um, for a woman who would prayed mm-hmm. that God would provide her a house. Yes. So... You motivated a group of volunteers and coordinated them to be Jesus' hands and feet. Yes. In the second example, it wasn't that you did something other than you gave this guy an idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the way that you were being Jesus' hands and feet to him, from, from what I heard you describe, isn't that you did something. Mm-hmm. you know, mechanically, but that you developed a relationship with this brother who's had a problem with alcohol, 
Yes. And you inspired him. Yes. You, it was by your actions with your kids and your example that inspired him to do the same yes. and to be Jesus' hands and feet for his kids. Yes. Beautiful, Christian. Yes. Thank I love you. It. Yes. And I'm learning, you know, I'm learning uh, to, to understand that uh, I don't need to have a, you know, theology degree to disciple someone else. I just need to read my Bible and share what the Lord is telling me today. And that's right. more than enough to start with. <laughs> wow. Wow. One more story. Yes. Uh, well, I can, maybe we can talk about our entrepreneurship program. Okay. Um, we emprende. Um, you know, we, we promote our program through social media. And we have the story of this lady. Uh, she was uh, struggling with uh, a business. She produces apple uh, cider. Okay. Uh, and uh, she was struggling. She was about, you know, to say, this is, this is it. I don't want to continue with this uh, business. And she said, you know, that she was praying to the Lord. She was saying, God, please give me a sign of, you know, what I can do with this. Because I, I know it's a big opportunity, but I don't know how to continue with okay. this business. All right. Next day, she found in our, in, in her social media, our Emprende ads, you know, saying, hey, be part of this. We want to teach you how to think biblically about business and money. Okay. And she went and she paid the fee. We, we asked for $50 fee, which is a lot of money in Honduras, but we want people to really invest in their yes. education. Yes. So she decided to be part of our program. And, you know, we do this online. And I knew from the moment we started the class that this lady was, like, so ready to learn. She was mm -hmm. asking questions, taking notes, you know, like participating. At the end of the program, she, she presented her business uh, plan. And we have this kind of shark tank, we call yeah, you know, like right. that, that TV yeah, show. Sure. And so she was the one who won a thousand dollars, you know, grant to, you know, Im implement changes in her business. Right. And she is doing a great job. She changed uh, the, the way she was looking the business. She was looking at death business. But, well, you know, in the program we learned, uh, you know, we can glorify God through our business. Yes. You know, we can mm -hmm. be disciples in the marketplace. Right. And so it's amazing, you know, that she, you know, got this new life, hope in her business. She changed the, uh, the marketing strategy and she's doing really well. And what we basically did, you know, which is amazing, uh, as Christians, we sometimes we only need to give just a word of encouragement. Right. Like you can do this. So. We, we celebrate, you know, that, uh, that the way God is, is transforming lives and, and we are honored, completely honored to be part of what he's doing every wow. day. Wow. Praise the Lord. Praise the so, Lord, yes. So, um, in entrepreneurship, challenging business people to be Jesus' hands and feet, with a drunken alcoholic father, we um, encourage him. To be Jesus' hands and feet with his own children. Yes. And, you know, um, in, uh, in, with homeless people, 
providing an opportunity for them to have a home. Wow. And I'm sure you could tell many, many more stories. But instead of that, Mm -hmm. you have 60 seconds. (laughs) Encourage the people who are watching, who are listening. Mm -hmm. What can they do? Yes. Uh, I just want to read 1 Corinthians 12, 4 uh, to 6. And it says, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but they all come from the same spirit. There are different ways to serve the same Lord. And we can each do different things, yet the same God works in all of us and helps us in everything we do. So there are different ways. Maybe you will not build a house. Maybe you don't have a soccer academy. But you can find different ways to serve the Lord and to serve the people around you. So just to start today, don't wait for tomorrow. Uh, I just learned a, a phrase in English, don't let the grass grow under you. Under your feet. Yeah. yeah, and I love that grass. So I mean, I love that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> and so just please go and be hands and feet of Jesus today. Amen. For those of you who are watching and listening, I really pray that God has used this half an hour to inspire you to ask the Lord, Lord Jesus, what can I do today to be your hands and feet? May the Lord bless you. And if you find a way, write to us at the Harvest Foundation and tell us your story. God bless you. And thanks, Christian, for being with us today. Jesus defines discipleship as come and follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, we'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their communities. If you have a personal example of how you are being the hands and feet of Jesus with your neighbors, we'd love to hear from you. Enter your story at harvestfoundation.org. That's harvestfoundation.org on the Contact Us tab. You can also subscribe to the podcast on The Kingdom and Its Stories on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.